So not too long ago, I read a quote by psychiatrist Carl Jung, which said, that which we need the most can be found where we least want to look. That which we need the most can be found where we least want to look. And that quote really, really resonated with me deeply because for the past couple of months, I've been doing a vulnerability meditation practice where I go into a space that makes me feel so uncomfortable that it opens up a part of me where I can stay and remain compassionate for myself and for those around me and just be present with it. And as I become just present with that most uncomfortable space, that energy evolves into something positive. It evolves into becoming more resilient, becoming more compassionate, becoming actually more stronger. And I know that's a paradox to say to become vulnerable is to become strong because in our societal belief, we feel that when we are vulnerable, we are opening and exposing our weakness to others to take advantage of us. And that is not the context in which I am practicing this vulnerable meditation. It's the context in which that I am really going deep within me to find that most uncomfortable space and holding that space of suffering and pain. And as I hold that space and just become present with it, I'm evolving that uncomfortable energy to something positive, to that of resiliency, to that of uh, becoming stronger, to that of becoming more compassionate. And in spite of that suffering and pain that is within me and around me, that I could hold and I can become stronger. And that's the context in which I am talking about this vulnerability. So it is like a paradox. To be vulnerable is to be stronger. And so this paradox of becoming stronger is to become more vulnerable is really in line with the laws of the universe because we can't have the light without the dark. We can't have the dark without the light. It's the yin and yang. And therefore, Carl Jung's message, that which we need the most can be found where we least want to look, becomes so powerful and relevant. And that looking is deep within ourselves. So to be vulnerable is to keep our hearts and minds open in spite of the suffering and pain that we have within us and observe around us. And this practice of vulnerability is so important in becoming stronger, in becoming more resilient, in becoming more compassionate, because it trains us. When we are in that vulnerable space, it trains us to hold and keep our hearts and minds open in spite of the pain and suffering. It's a training exercise, training to be resilient when there's suffering and pain, to keep our hearts open when there's suffering and pain. And that's why you become stronger and more resilient. 
And so when Carl Jung talks about this, that when we need something the most in our lives, we have to look to where we least want to go, right? So if we most need love or safety, then we have to go to that uncomfortable space of fear, hatred, unworthiness, or maybe even betrayal. If this is what we're looking for, if this is what we need most, we have to be present with this. Or if we want to be compassionate and be more compassionate to ourselves and others, then we might have to go to an uncomfortable space of being indifferent or maybe even betrayal. Or if we want confidence, then we may have to go to that space that makes us feel so uncomfortable of self-doubt or unworthiness. Or if we want more faith and that's what we really need, then we may have to go to that uncomfortable space of fear, doubt, uncertainty, because this is what is allowed us to give us this. It's this space that we least want to look will give us what we need the most. This is the paradox and the oxymoron. So what I've been observing in myself and other people is that when we have this uncomfortable feeling space, then we have two choices. We have the choice of either failing or rising. And a lot of times when we have this uncomfortable feeling, we like to escape or avoid or defend. And we do it by taking drugs, alcohol, food addiction, shopping. We do all these things to avoid that and escape that uncomfortable space. That's what we do. And so when you have the commitment to make that uncomfortable space and evolve and transform that uncomfortable space for positive change, then you're using it as an opportunity to learn, grow, expand and involve yourself and therefore becoming stronger. And so when we have that uncomfortable space, we have two choices. We have the choice of escaping and avoiding, or we have the choice of being present with it so we can evolve that energy into expansion and growth. So during my vulnerability practice and meditation, what I've been doing is using the technique and the practice of bodhicitta. And I mentioned the bodhicitta in one of my previous videos, which is the practice of being unconditionally compassionate for yourself, and therefore you become compassionate towards others. And so I've used this premise of the bodhicitta to do my vulnerability meditation practice. And so what I do in this meditation practice is I go back to my traumatic childhood. I go back to situations and events that I remember so vividly in my mind. So one of the um, traumatic events that I never forget is when my father was abusing one of my sisters with a wooden stick. I mean, literally that 
event never left my mind because it was so traumatic. And I would literally just go into that most uncomfortable space of visualizing that, visualizing that to a point where tears started dripping down my face because it was so uncomfortable. I'm revisiting one of the most traumatic times of my life and I just hold, I just become present with that image of my father literally beating my sister like this. It was a horrific, horrific event. And how could you ever forget that event, right? So I would go back to that image and I would just stay with it, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. And I could feel that emotion just transform into compassion, into love. And so another traumatic event that I returned to during my vulnerability practice meditation was when my late sister's son was on her deathbed. And I remember she was singing Amazing Grace at the time. And so whenever I hear that song, Amazing Grace, I always cry and tear up because it always reminds me and brings me back to that traumatic event. And so during my meditation, I would recall and visualize that traumatic event and I would just stay with whatever emotions arise, whether it's emotion of fear, whether it's emotion of deep sorrowness, I just stay present with it, stay present with it, stay present with it. And even if I had tears coming down my cheeks, I stay present with it. I stay present with it. I stay present with that uncomfortable feeling of deep sorrow that my late sister's son was dying. Just that deep sorrow. I stay present with that uncomfortable feeling. And eventually, as I kept staying with it and all these emotions started to arise, that emotion really transformed and evolved into love, into compassion, into knowing that everything is going to be okay. And so that's what I would suggest you do is that vulnerability meditation practice is to return to events in your life that you could consciously remember, whether it's in your childhood, whether it's in your teenage years, whatever it is, recall that event and just keep being present with whatever emotions that arise, just be present with it, present present, present, and you will see how that emotion starts to evolve into something beautiful where you start to feel that expansion and growth in your soul. And so try this vulnerability meditation practice and see if you could go back to that childhood place or that teenage year place that made you feel so uncomfortable and see if you could stay fully present with it and be committed to staying present with it and just allow all of those emotions to arise and just be with it and see how that energy really transforms into something beautiful and expansive. And if you have a story about being present with that uncomfortable space within you and that you've really grown from it, please share it because your experiences, stories, feedback, and comments really help me and my community at large. And if you like this video, please make sure to share it 
and subscribe to my channel. And if you want to visit all of my spiritual and holistic living tips, just go to my website at yinandyangliving.com. Thank you. Namaste.